Welcome back to another episode of Radio Melee. Today I am joined as always by the powerful and intuitive Toph. Thank you so much for joining me today, man. I love the adjectives you use every week. Yes, sir. We and I am intuitive. <laughs> yes, I do sir. Intuit, as a matter of fact, thank you. He does. He does. And hey, I gotta... you know who else is intuitive? It's intuitive, powerful, organized, and uh, most importantly here. Hotbid, thank you so much for joining us today. He, uh, I mean, if you guys somehow don't know who this guy is, this guy runs uh, uh, in many ways the Beyond the Summit team, the event that so many people have come to love, and I also have other feelings about perhaps over time, and we're going to try and get into a lot of that today. But welcome to the show, Hotbid. How's it going, man? Hi, how's it going? Uh, I know you called me organized. That's that's the first time I asked my coworkers. Uh, that anyone has ever described me as organized as the first organized. adjective. You're organized. How do you run a team without being organized? There's a lot of uh, really organized people that help me. Uh, I see. Delegation. Do uh, I'm doing my best, but, uh, you know, that is, uh, we try our best, but, you know, it doesn't always, creatives are not organized. It just doesn't work that That's way. That's fair. Well, you organized your organized help then. Still, yes, that's true. That's right. You're metal. I know my. I know my layer deep. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> oh, nice. perfect, man. Um, how you feeling today? And um, you know, are you are you ready to face? You know, whatever whatever people have to say today, they're usually pretty kind. But you know, what what do you think? I thinking? am. Uh, I I am sad that oh. you know I listen to this podcast when I drive to work uh, uh -huh. each week, and now that I'm on it, it's literally an hour of content I just don't have anymore. Oh. So, Ah. I can't listen to myself over again. I mean, that's that's not yeah. I mean, cool, well, you so, you know, you were there. You know, it's not like you're gonna need to remind yourself. I'm sorry. Well, I'll we'll find you know, what? I'll find you some other one hour con piece of yeah. Content you recommend you. me something, Tofu. I'll, I'll, I'll recommend you something. Perfect. Um, well, I think right before we and I have things I I have questions here for Hotbit. I think there are many things we could ask him as he's done a you know some pretty cool stuff for the scene. I've learned more about that recently. But um, I think before we do that, it might be a good idea uh, to jump into our community voice from last week. We had Tyler Swift on, and he wanted us to talk about, um, you know, who he wanted us to say, who are you guys shouting out as uh, rising mid-tier or low-tier players? And so, you know, we're going to kind of see what you guys, we're going to have a couple answers here from the YouTube comments. So if you guys ever want to see what, if you want to answer Hotbid's question, you can do that. On the mm -hmm. YouTube video for this show, but um, yeah, Toph, you can you can take this first one if you want. All right, so uh, I gotta zoom in because it's kind of big or kind of small, rather. Bezim, he's a MDVA Yoshi player. Bezim's a great answer. I'll start off, yeah, by, by just echoing that. Yeah, he's an MDVA Yoshi player with crack tech skill and an insane punish game. Seeing a high level Yoshi move around the stage and hit sick parries is some of the most entertaining melee you can watch. Definitely check out his Twitch stream when you have the chance. It's chill vibes, and you'll see in a clean arms s combo every other game. Yeah, Beezum's really good. He's one of the, uh, you know, he, he, he cleared the minimum bar that you need to become a relevant Yoshi player in the age of rollback, uh, which is beating HBox. <laughs> um, so, so good for him, right? Uh, and yeah, I mean, I, he's, I've never played the guy. There's actually a chance I was looking at my Riptide bracket today, earlier, on stream, as a matter of fact. And um, there's even a chance I may end up playing Beezum and Losers if the projected bracket of Smash GG goes as according to uh, plan. But, you know, so that, that would be, that'd be really cool. Uh, but yeah, I think Beezum's a, a beast. I think he's a super duper monster. 
Yeah, I've played him before a couple times on my stream. How's that? He's he's a pretty he's a pretty smart guy. Um I, you know, I he he's got some pretty solid parries. He's, you know, got some different timings that uh, than Amsa uses and I think, you know, he's still growing too, which I think because Yoshi is such an interesting dynamic character, I think mm -hmm. people using the character differently is going to trip up a lot of people as he comes up and so uh and I mean, I think also just being in MDVA is just a great place cuz it yeah, Zane plays, a lot, Zane plays a lot of people, and he also makes sure that everyone else can play each other and 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 grow there. So I think that region is only going to get stronger, and so he's he's in the right spot. He's got a, a lot of good people around him. Um, I think he's in a good spot to grow for sure. Hotbid, what do you think about Beezum? Do you like Yoshi? Do you despise Yoshi? When's the last time you played against Yoshi? Do you have any thoughts? He's pretty rare on Flippy. Uh, but I, what I'm doing is I'm these names. I'm just googling in the um, mm -hmm. Riptide fantasy bracket, the fantasy team that you can make, and I'm trying uh, to see if I need to put them on my team. Invest. You know? like, How much I, is Beezum? Yeah. He's one ten. One ten. Okay. One ten is know. fair. Okay. Wait, wait. I've actually thought about this. Can I talk about this for thirty seconds? Can we do a tof tangent? Yeah. Go, go ahead. Okay. So I was. I could, wait. Hold on. Do I'm going to tell you how much tof is? I know how much I am. I'm overpriced, well, in my opinion. Tof is also 110. I am 110. So it's, it's, if, if this guy's better than you, Tof, I'm picking him for the team. Beezim is probably a, well, Beezim's a probably better pick than me. If you're, if you're okay. like being objective I, here, here's I know the thing. nothing about who to pick. If you're gonna if you're gonna go for they they have top 100 players available for 110 dollars. You could get Curve. Mm. He's ranked 75th. You could get Calvar. You get Harry is, Pogger. Calvar's 110 dollars. Harry Pogger. Ooh, that's an Hbox slayer. So there you go. Bees and Harry Pogger. Put oh, your money on them. Up. I have Aiden on my team. Huge. <laughs> yeah. Aiden, one it. of the only 85 dollar values. He's 75. There's 75. Sorry. He's less than. <laughs> There's only there's only three seventy fivers. There's like a bunch of seventies, a bunch of eighties. Wait, he's only people. the one of the seventy fivers. That's funny. He's one of three seventy five dollar oh, picks. Okay. I have no idea why they they're in their own tier, but yeah, <laughs> magical man. His own tier. Hey, you want to hear something funny about the the fantasy? So someone yeah. joke signed up as Ludwig, and someone joke signed up as Cutie Cinderella. Mm -hmm. Ludwig is twenty dollars. Cutie Cinderella 20. is thirty dollars. <laughs> Okay, yeah, that is funny. Uh, how do they evaluate that? The people they they just know or okay. I, don't know. I have no idea. Well, then Ludwig said saying. he he said he was the weekest uh, melee player in his house, right? There you go. Yeah, man. I, I think maybe. I think they put him up to that. Maybe I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure. But anyway, yeah, don't put your money on me, please. Please get Calvar or Curve, who are also 110. Or if you're really feeling spicy, you could pick up X top 15 player Hugs 86. For one hundred ten dollars in your fantasy draft. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Maybe. Yeah, Maybe. and <laughs> let's see what other interesting mid tier we can shout out right now. Mm -hmm. I am curious about that. Man Ray. Uh, Man Ray. You can read this one. Pick. Sure. There's a Ganondorf player named Man Ray by the Drake and Josh official YouTube channel. Thank you for taking the time out of your uploads to tell <laughs> us about Man Ray. Yeah. Some notable accomplishments are that he beat Fiction and Rollback Rumble, the big one, and he plays 13th to 16th at Galint Melee Open Summer Edition. Wow. Those are pretty good placings. Also, beating Fiction is not easy. That guy's pretty smart. Yeah, so, Fiction going Falco, but like, okay, yeah, it's not Fiction's main, but it's still Ganon Falco. Yeah. <laughs> it's really I mean, good Falco. This guy's $80. So this might be a... Uh, Ooh, that's a deal. 
This is a this is an eighty dollar guy. Hey, look, would we rather? I, I, this guy's resume is better than Aiden's, so I might replace <laughs> Aiden with this guy. Oh, Keep no. it. I know that guy. That guy's been at Summit. So I, yeah, know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know that guy. That guy's good. Hey, let's go. I love that guy's Twitter. Man Ray is solid. I do love that guy's Twitter. It is very, you yeah. know, yeah. It's Aiden's powerful. replaced. I like we're, we're, this guy's in. Look at this man. I think Hotbit wanted to come on the show so he could get fantasy knowledge. This is perfect. Everyone wins here on Radio Melee. This is awesome. Yeah. And hey, if you can guys we release this win. after the fantasy locks. I don't want. <laughs> I, you look. We're giving a bonus to the live viewers. Right. Right. Fair. Fair. That's a strong consideration. Hey, I got a mid-tier pick for you. If you're looking for another $80 pick, I'm just saying my boy Chevy from Washington, ex-power-ranked Washington Samus player. It's a mid-tier hero, and I think he's going to make some waves at Riptide. Chevy, like like the car? Chevy, like the car. Okay. Perfect. Should I replace Nick with him? (laughs) Nick's pretty good, but I'll take a Samus over Falco. You know what I mean? There's matchup and experience comes into play. They always do better. This is good. All right. Nick playing Falco like Nick could do well, but everyone knows how to fight Falco. Get out of here. Got it. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, Well, anyway, if you guys want to come in and tell us what you think about fantasy, what you think about hot bid, um, what do you think about summit, what you think about um, any recent Twitter conversations, anything about um, anything that all of us can answer, you know, anything at all, circuits, anything else, exclamation radio in my chat and Toph's chat, join the Discord server and you can follow what everyone else is doing, submit topics here and you can call in, get questions for all of us. And I think while we wait for people to do that, um, Toph, I, can, I have I have so many questions I really do want to ask Hotbit about. Is there anything that you really that stands out to you, or I can go for one? You go first, man. I feel like I talked to Hotbit enough. Maybe too much. You talk to him. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, man. Oh, uh, I guess let's go. Let's let's do let's do one that I think is kind of obvious, but I think people would want to hear about. Um, the summit voting process. Um, I think this is something that can be divisive for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, um, there, you know, people are. So for those of you who don't know, somehow um, people are often getting votes uh, for people to they, people campaign to get in There's slots. They don't qualify for. They have to buy things in, in a store merchandise or they could just buy votes directly. And then they give those votes to players. Everything comes in at the very end, at the last moment. Um, a lot of players get very stressed out about it, but there's also a lot of content that comes from it, and of course, from Summit itself. Um, some people think that this, you know, people have a lot of thoughts about that, but maybe if we separate, you know, some of that for a moment, just the process itself, how do you feel about that um, with all those things that I kind of listed, and certainly other things on your own end? So I have a lot to say about this. I'll try and keep it precise, sure. like concise. Um, I believe our voting process uh, is understandably taxing for a lot of the players. I think that it uh, creates a lot of cool things that happen, but I think what it mostly does is it solves a inefficiency in uh, in how the audience can contribute to melee events. And here here's my thought process on it. Mm. If uh, if you're watching a melee event or a streamer, you can uh, you can sub. It's a really easy thing to do, right? You just it's five dollars. You get some percentage of that. Twitch gets some percentage of that, right? If you want to support a tournament like Genesis, you can go to the tournament, right? Um, yeah. And often that requires, you know, for an out-of-state person to drop several hundred dollars to either travel there through a uh, hotel, you know, 
uh, flights, driving, um, food, all that kind of stuff. And Genesis sees what, like 60 of that hundreds of dollars or even a thousand dollars, right? Mm. Um, and some of that goes to venue and all that kind of stuff, right? What we're doing is we're allowing someone that wants to contribute in the middle amount between five and a thousand dollars. They they can put all of it, literally all of it goes to the TO or the the prize pool. So it is actually a very midpoint, easily efficient way for someone that wants to put in twenty bucks but doesn't know where to put it, um, and that, that doesn't necessarily want to go to a super major or like a local or whatever. It's just someone watching very casually at home, or maybe dabbled in Slippy a little bit. A viewer, there's a lot of people that watch Summit that aren't hardcore Smash fans. And they can put in the money too. Obviously, there's a lot of people that go to tournaments that buy votes and all that kind of stuff. So thank you to those people. But I think that there's like a whole group of people that are on, you know, Twitter, Twitch, whatever, that might not know where to contribute or how to, and this kind of motivates them to do it. So I, I actually think it creates an uh, an option that doesn't exist right now in anywhere else. Like, sure, um, man. I have two separate responses to that. Um, I, let's take. Let's take. I think the angry person response and let's yeah. say well how could you think up a system like this you got you know there's so much money coming here and it's going directly to you guys and and i mean what about all you know so many other people that are not asking for so much and why couldn't you just run the tournament at a much cheaper price for everyone else you know maybe they feel like they're they're being exploited what what would you say to that you don't have to spend the money then like you literally do not have to do anything like if if the <laughs> if the event was just nobody contributed anything yeah it would be a like a worse event in the sense that we wouldn't have as many events that are like crowdfunded and all that kind of stuff that are in the compendium but you know we'd still do the event we'd still make good content like we care about the things that we put out so it wouldn't be like you know a shit event or anything we'd still do the event it would still be entertaining people would still like it so it really is like you are getting if you are this person if you're very angry i want to i want to speak directly to you and say you are getting angry at other people spending their money which is mm. you know yeah why are you getting like you know why like uh, people love it i wouldn't buy that well okay then don't you don't have to <laughs> like what, what is what is the issue <laughs> dude this is so, actually so many things on the internet like i, I think it was yeah, like i yeah. saw a moist critical tweeted yesterday it might have yeah. been moist it might have been someone else but i think it was like it's crazy people just literally go on the internet and you know it costs zero dollars just log off and not tweet but people refuse to do that every day and then wonder why they're so angry right it's like i mean it's just like i mean look people buy a lot of pokemon cards right no one's holding a gun to your head yeah you're not like well (laughs) what are you doing man like they can spend their money how they think if that guy that bought the thousand slippy hats wants to buy the thousand slippy hats that's my boy just give them the people yeah i mean i know i'm it's not that guy i met him but like the con- the concept, it, he can, the concept he can do that, that if he wants. You know, it's like yes, his, so his many choice, heads. right? He, I mean, he, a wealthy guy. I hope, I hope. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that, uh, you know, and he, he can spend yeah. the money however he wants to spend it. You know, that's how we. That's how I feel about it, at least. Hey, Ken, this reminds me. I need to get this thought off my chest before it slips into the ether. This is going to be another twenty second tangent. I'm going to ask PP for apology in advance. Hey, have you seen uh, the Prestige? Either of you guys? I have. Yeah. You've seen the Prestige, okay? Yeah, you know that scene, the movie, yeah, with uh, yeah. what? Well, David Bowie's in it. David Bowie's. I don't want to spoil. It's a good movie. Yeah, yeah, I, I no spoiler, wouldn't spoil right? it. Okay, it's an actor. Right. Okay, that's not a spoiler. It's an actor. Whatever. Okay. Anyway, he's like on the, like he's on the cast. Whatever. It's fine. Hey, uh, there's that scene in the forest with the hats. I just think that'd be really funny if we did. <laughs> 
a parody of that scene with slippy hats. Slippy hat uh, content, maybe. Uh, we'll thought, see. Just a I'm thought. always down to. Um, I'm always down to parody movie scenes. Fizzy, uh, oh, yeah. and I do think Fizz, Fizzy. I, I didn't announce this. That's my Fizzy's. Uh, Fizzy's one of the only people that he can come to any Smash. Summit. He he just has the uh, mm, the ticket, golden ticket. Right? Yeah, cool. And if I recall, there's another person in this call who has that also. Yeah, Toph, you could go whenever you want. And I love your commentary. Uh, it's not I mean, Toph. Oh, I don't think it's me. I, bid, I mean, well, it makes sense. I don't you think it's can me. Go right on it is actually, it is actually you. <laughs> it is me. Uh, as soon Kevin. as you said, as soon as you said about Fizzy, I was like, wait, where have There's I like heard three that? people heard that, that I've said that to, and you are one oh, of those. Oh, wow. wow. That's, a, that's a, that's a cool list to be it's on. It's a great it's, honor. It's, it's so crazy. He's forgotten. That's how, I didn't, that's I, how yeah, I was this guy is. I was playing it up for dramatic effect. No, I, no, I mean, so for people who don't know, um, I was getting reached out to by the summit team every time there was a summit for quite a while. And um, there was an offer at one point. I don't, it might've been you might've been someone else that said, Hey, we'll drive to North Carolina and drive you to summit if you want. And I was like, Holy cow, these guys are serious. So we were going to yeah. rent an RV and we yeah. were going to oh, drive PPMD across the country and stream the entire content. time and stop at all these locals and stuff and just have them like stop and play at them. And then just like uh, go cool. on the road. It'd be like a week long stream. Yeah, that's the sickest thing I've ever when heard. We had less things to do. It was like me and Slime. Like, what if we just, what if we rented an RV and we drove <laughs> across the country and that's then so freaking picked cool. up PPMD and then just like played melee in the in the van? So we cool. need really good internet, and then we'd stop at locals and he'd play and we'd film him. It'd be crazy. And this was, you know, now we have a lot of other things to do. Slime's in charge of, you know, Ludwig's empire and shit, so we can't yeah. do that anymore. But you know, that was that was the plan. Right, but that it was something that was offered. You heard it here. I mean, you know. Um, and I mean, I think this is a testament to how much I think you and the team cared. I, I admittedly until the recent Twitter storm, I didn't know what your background in, in smash was. I thought you were in, in a bunch of other larger esports and happened to just have some interest in smash. Uh, you were a hoity toity esports man. I, oh, I like, I like people thinking that, but it's not, uh, that's not true. I think the Twitter thing was, a. Uh... Well, I mean, like that guy's actually a pretty reasonable guy. Like yeah. people were like giving him hate and stuff. I really don't think that uh, that's the yeah. uh, that's Not the play now. here. Uh, I think yeah. don't harass that guy. Okay, yeah. um, I appreciate all the all the defense and people liking us and stuff. All that, but it wasn't always like this, Toph. I mean, you remember the early summit when we first started the voting, right? It was not like hey, this. yeah. It I was, remember uh, I had to do this whole, it's the dude, the earliest video on my YouTube channel. In fact, the earliest video that I ever did was a phone video I recorded from my phone addressing this exact argument when it was brought up by not the Brawl or Smash 4 Ultimate community, but by the Melee community, or specifically yeah. by Melee Hell. There was a big, big, big oh, yeah. uh, well, shitstorm. Yeah, I remember that. Interesting. Yes. Interesting group. Yes. Interesting group of people. But, you know, there were there were I prominent voices that. outside of Melee Hell that were also lat yeah. latching on to this idea that was like, well, these guys are coming in and they're taking our money. You know, they're yeah. they're trying to siphon yeah, all our yeah. money into, into East, big, big esports. This is, of course, back when no one really knew that. Yeah, we are big esports, which is really together, funny if you think which is, about it. It is, it is really funny. Because that's, that's what we call all the, the other organizations. Because we are well, the little yes. guy. Yeah, I know. We're like the little, little guy. guy. Which is uh, funny because you guys are a lot more sustainable, I would say. Than, let's just, I mean, we can get into that if we want, I guess. But yeah, but, uh, I mean, no, I mean no, what they really don't tell you about what the, they really I mean, don't tell you at home is that big esports is a fucking sham. But you didn't hear that here first, okay? Big esports is the same as any other investor-backed, driven 
industry. Big esports is when uh, TSM Reginald gets in a room with uh, that guy from Mr. <laughs> Mr. FTX and then gets him to slap <laughs> FTX in front of his oh, team's name for $30 gazillion. I think good dollars. for TSM, dude. Take as so much too. as you can. Get the bread. Give it to Tweak and Leffen. We like it. You know, that's what that's what we want. Absolutely. That's where um, the money absolutely. goes for sure. Yeah. yeah, for sure. You don't think so? <laughs> yeah, Smash uh, always. You don't think it goes much. to the league team? You think it goes to yeah. you know, let's, all let's the people get left? You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think uh, Summer you know, Champ, for, Ultimate Summer Champ. So I appreciated that thread. I liked all the replies we got. It allowed me to really kind of brag about myself, which is you can't just do that unprompted. Someone's got to call you out, <laughs> and then you can reply. I can't just randomly on like a Thursday be like, guys, my history and Smash. Like that would be really bad, right? So. I like the opportunity, but you know, during the day I saw the tweet thread. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to reply to oh, this. Oh man, like, there's, no, there's nothing wrong. Like, it's only positive things can 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 come of it, oh, right? That's so funny. You know? that's I was cool. like, this that's is an opportunity. So funny. You're like, that's my so coworkers funny. like, you're getting hate. Like, we're getting hate on Twitter. I'm like, dude, this is perfect. This is great. You know, that's so <laughs> funny, dude. Oh my yeah. goodness. Well, I feel like. You know, I think if this is if the angry people are still here, I think they're going to either still be angry or they're going to have actually listened to this and at least thought about it a little differently. I don't know if we can move yeah. that any farther. I am down to bring in our first. Listen, caller listen, PP. If you've ever seen uh, that that Avengers movie, I think they're I think the internet they're just like the Hulk. That's their secret. They're always angry. That is true. They are always angry. <laughs> going to be angry. We got to keep the tension about the voting because that creates That's right. the, the the drive oh, okay. to, to, sure. to That's to right. Stuff. Like at the you, end of the you day. Can't, if you just invite and if you just invite everyone, and there's no voting, one, the audience doesn't get rep represented, and two, it doesn't incentivize the the prize pool and all that kind of stuff. So you know, we we are listening. We changed some of the things about it, like we give the uh, the two voted out people part of the prize pool. You know, um, you know, we're trying to make sure that the process is as pain free as possible. Obviously, it's not. It's never going to be just fun and easy and great for everyone because of trade off. You know. Um, but, uh, I understand, you know, like we're trying to do the right thing with, with our invites, our processes, our inclusion of like other scenes. Like we're trying to invite people from that can't necessarily come to our qualifiers or do voting as easily like AMSA, like, you know, the guys in, in Europe, that kind mm. of thing. So we do our best. There is always going to be stress. It's just never going to be super smooth and easy, but you know, I think the benefits far outweigh the, uh, the kind of negatives for it. Sure. Sure. Um, and certainly, I, I mean, there's so much I think we can talk about going into that. But I am curious what what the people out there are thinking too, Tove. Um, I'm curious as well. I think it's I think it's about time. Let's bring a caller in. We've got we've got Cena. Welcome hey, back to the show, time Cena. Caller. And uh, where are you calling in from once again? What's your question for us? Uh, Montana again, and I got a question for Hotbit today. I'm cool. wondering how you keep the grassroots feel at your events, even though you guys are kind of deemed to be like the quote unquote like big esports thing from Smash. Yeah, huge esports. Huge, well, how, massive. How long? Uh, okay, I'm going to focus on one specific example on our on how we designed our set and stuff to to explain to keep the grassroots feel. So we moved from a house. To a studio. Tof, you obviously know this. You were at the house and now you're at the studio, right? So the biggest issue is how do we keep the kind of like, oh, we're all homies, we're hanging out, it's all like super casual and fun and whatever. Um, so I'll, I'm just going to talk about one quick design element. So the stairs, to you walk down the stairs and you walk past the mic and then the food is in the background. Okay. So those are like, 
really simple things when you think about it, but they're actually very important things. Now, uh, all of that is like, like for example, when someone is at a CS:GO event or a Dota event, they don't, they don't, uh, the, the pros don't commentate. Sometimes they do, but sometimes, but usually they don't, right? And the difference is really a pro sometimes wants to get on the analyst desk, but they say something like this. They go, oh, like, I, I guess I'll just go back to my hotel, see how I feel, then come back, and then maybe I'll cast. And the answer 99% of the time is they never do it. They never come back. They always just sit in their hotel room right after the match or whatever. What we want to do is make it so that it's as easy and comfortable as possible for someone to literally, as soon as they're done talking, they're walking by an interview mic. You know, it is not the same as like having to wait 10 minutes and then do a press conference. Uh, you're on stage and you're just like right, right after and someone is like has a mic in your face and asking questions. We it, all of the stuff that you see in the background at Smash Summit is a long, complicated, almost super deliberate process to and it looks chaotic and it looks like whatever. But it really is a lot of planning and a lot of thinking about every single element. Um, even placement of where the food's going to be, where right. the where the mic is going to be, all that stuff to try and make a player comfortable enough to be happy and fun on camera. Okay? Right. And if you design it a certain way, then people, if someone, even if someone's talking, if someone else is coming back to food, maybe they interrupt them or they take someone else, one of the commentators' yeah. mic, yeah. and do something because of the way you've designed everything, um, the layout of the chairs and everything else. Yeah. And my second point to answer that question is that obviously you know a lot about this, Kevin. It's just people. Players have a a very um they have a limited amount of like social capital in their in their bodies and like energy, mm -hmm. and we're trying to make it so that they're happiest and funny and like like have that energy ready to go. Um, and that's why there's no media at our event. We don't allow anyone except our filmers, right? We don't want we don't allow really fans. I mean, we allow VIPs, but they're all told to like leave the players alone essentially unless they oh I didn't really know easy that kind of like situation unless they know them or like you know that kind of thing. Um, mm -hmm. we're trying to keep it so that the players are super into like the environment and able to like talk and have fun and all everything like that. And also the last point is that melee players, I mean, smash players in general, they're just, they actually like, they just care more, like <laughs> not, not to try and gas up Let's go. all the people that are coming, but they, they do, they are easy to handle and they are, they, they, they just care more. Wow. Um, a lot of Dota, Dota and CSGO pros, they just, they're done after it's over. They, they just go back to the hotel room. They won't say anything they don't care um understandable i mean like they they go to a million more tournaments and make a lot more money and maybe they just don't they're not as into it as these guys are but like i love working with these guys when when we're doing skits you know that kind of stuff so i'm gonna remember that you said that for a long time and what uh, melee guys are easy to handle they I'm are. Gonna, I'm gonna remember well, this. I, look, it's a process. The first time, I see. The first time at the first summit, they were like, "Dude, we got water." <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah I water. remember. And people yeah. were like taking selfies with the cooler of water. Like, oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> no, the, they were so excited with, all that we weekend? got food. Oh, we got shit. food, and then they were like, "Wait, you're gonna get more food for like another meal?" That's crazy. You can't and then, do that. Crazy. Where's this yeah, coming and then, from? And they're like, they're like. Oh my god! Every meal, and and the, I'm like, do you want Starbucks? We can just order you Starbucks. Like, what? Yeah. You guys cover that? And we're like, yeah, like just wh whatever you want, man. Like you, like they deserve it. They they did the voting and all that kind of stuff, right? Like obviously qualified, but uh, Dota pl Dota players, they they don't care about any of that stuff, you know. 
And now melee players are like that too. They're they're a lot more you know used to it, so that it's not exciting to have water anymore. Like they're like, oh. do you have like a uh, kind of option? You know, like that. Then now now we're into that kind of stuff. But uh, but before it was way more. They were way more excited for the basics, basically. At remember this moment to everybody watching this. Um, I will take a selfie and be very excited about the water. <laughs> smash, them at, smash them at twelve. Sorry, should I be invited to commentate? I will. I will be very excited about the water. I'll bring that feeling back. I want you to know. To this day, I'm always excited about the Uncrustables. I know. Yeah, that I mean, they're not, not healthy official. for you, but you know, they are not healthy good. for you. But you know, they'll get the job done. They'll get the job done. I know. There's never <laughs> been an official Smucker sponsor. I don't think, but I my brain I can't detach the two. Yeah. I know, right? It's we almost had we had Shin Ramen come through oh. the last time, dude. I can't wait for it. I hope we get that one. That'd be, oh. that'd be cool. That'd be big. That'd be big. Can't wait to do some ramen-related skits or something or yeah. content, whatever. Anyway, Can I answer your question. I mean, uh, yeah, I'd I, say I forgot your ID. Uh, CNET. I'd say we answered yeah. that pretty well. Um, thank you for calling in, CNET. We do appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. You definitely answered most of the head. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, thank you so much. And uh, got any shout-outs for us on your way out today? Uh, yeah, I'll shout out Kobabi, uh, one of my training partners. Oh, the man. Yes, sir. The German Falcon. No, no, no. He's just a local guy. I wish I knew the German Falcon. They've got nah, two kebabies? Yeah. Uh, he went by another tag a while ago. He used to go by Erector Meatball, which is IMO better, but I get the Switch. <laughs> yeah, yeah I could sick. say I understand the Switch, too, if I'm being honest. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, shout out to him. Shout out to McNutty again. Yeah, I see him in chat. And uh, I'll shout out uh, Phobanks and Vader, too. Those guys are sick. Cool. Sounds Sweet. good. Phobanks and Vader. You know what? I'll shout out Kabobi the German Falcon. Don't <laughs> do it. All right. Well, we'll good, we got the good coverage. Coverage. Uh Thank, thank you for calling in, Cena. Take care. Nice. Right. Well, we got we got another one coming in hot right now. Looks like. Oh my God! Look oh, who it is. It's Twitch's web. Twitch's web. Back guy. at it again. Been here right. quite a few times. What's up, man? Where are you calling in from? What's your question for us today? Hello. Oh, this is my question. Yes. <laughs> Bonjour. Bonjour. His his voice is so deep. Je m'appelle Webb, and uh, how's it going, guys? Great, man. Oh, Glad up? to have you here. Um, my question today uh, for Hotbid is, uh, given your your history and your position in esports, you have seen a lot of different gaming communities, and what the people need to know is. Uh, can you compare and contrast the relative skill level of the different scenes at Mafia? Oh, I can. This is easy. No. Oh, this is no. Easy. I know where this one, I know where oh, this yeah. goes. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. All right. So we're, we're in trouble. All right. So I think like a true melee player <laughs> after a nine to 11 summits of playing yeah. Mafia. Yeah, you guys are way better now than before. Okay. okay. This is like, oh, okay. That's good. Actually, That's good. Like, I actually didn't the, know if that was and, true. I think you, like, I mean, there's Rocket Leagues. I, I guess I could separate Ultimate and Melee since Ultimate has just had less summits. So they're, like, mm. less good at it. I think Void is pretty good. Because uh, yeah. he actually comes to the Melee once and plays in that. No, that's true. I think Dota, I think Dota's better because they're just used to it. Like, they've played a lot more than than the Melee scene. I think Melee's second. Um, oh. And I think uh, I think after that, like, the new scenes, like Rocket League, whatever, they're, they're on their first summit. Or even ultimates on their third one. The more they they are they they have the the better they're gonna be. It's it's is really it an just, experience thing. So is it just their skill against those other players? Do you think, 
Because I mean, like, do you want who I think is the, the best melee mafia players? I can tell. Sure, I can tell yeah, you that. sure, yeah. I guess everything you can, man. I'm also, um, well, I'm I, also curious. I'm also curious just to, to to let this seed how you answer this. I'm also curious about how the scenes play differently. I think you once told me that the Dota scene does a lot more, like you know, with they'll do a lot more, more fake analytical. Claims. Yeah, they, they're like analytical and they they don't mind fake claiming. And it, I I feel like they're less like all friends that the players don't know each other as well because they're nah. all like separated around the world. But um, I well Toph. Who's your top? Like, who do you think are the three best melee people at Mafia? In melee, yeah, um, in melee. You know, it, again, it, it is like echoing what PP said. It's hard because a lot of being good at Mafia, especially being good at town, is knowing the people you're playing with. <laughs> um, but right, yeah, so I, think, I was always curious. Like, could you take whoever you think are the top three melee players, and just drop, drop them, them, drop them right. with the top the, the Dota people, or drop them with the top three Dota people? How would we do? You know, I'm, I'm curious about like comparing, well, like not just familiarity, ha, but everything. Have you played else. with Rick? Tof, do you remember? Yeah, Rick? from Smash. He, he was the no. MVP yeah. from from the mafia land we had and that guy oh was yeah he's good he's good he, he, just he doesn't know anyone really. and he was by right. far the best player hmm. so it really is how there's you general are mafia yeah 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 because he was crazy like he got everything right he was able to i mean the main thing he was able to do is he was able to convince people he right. could convince you important. like and you would just believe him pretty much no matter what like if he, he didn't get mafia but if he was mafia we would just believe him yeah. So he was like very good at it. Um, and he, he's like so calm I, and explaining yeah, things to you in a way where really you almost fat, just like, want to agree with very him. Very articulate, yeah. like mm. very good at like very confident. Just, you just want to be on his team, kind of. Yeah. Like natural kind of charisma. Um, and I that's think like, people I, that. Yeah. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. no, no. I, I I agree with you. That that that's a really good point. I don't remember which melee somebody was at. I think immediately, right? Mango comes to mind. I think Mango, especially his town, is very solid. Mango's very yeah. good. Town at Mango's very strong. He town makes Mango's you believe strong. in him. And you know, it's almost funny because I remember when we played, dude. When we played, remember for Smash Summit Ten, the online one, we played online. We played Discord Mafia. Correct. And I remember yeah. I had to. So it was Mango. I think Mango and Hugo were the Mafia. And I had to, it was like do or die. And I had to suss out Mango. And I remember thinking, you know, Mango's such a good town and such a convincing town that the fact that I'm not convinced by him right now yeah, actually is the good. only reason I think he's Mafia. And I remember I asked him like, dude, Mango, I think you might be Mafia, man. And like his answer was like a little shaky. And I knew immediately like, dude, no, if this was town Mango, he would have been like, get the fuck out of here, Dope. What are you talking about? Like, dude, you think yeah. I'm Mafia? You're a fucking idiot. Guys, don't be sus. Is it don't be sus? And I, the fact that he didn't say that, I was just like, oh, dude, Mango's, Mango's Mafia. Like, I think so, uh, I think the good thing about Mango is that um, if even if he's wrong, he gets the town to be organized and do something, yeah. which is I think yeah. gets you more information. And mm -hmm. I think it's so I, I think he's actually like town mango is really strong. Mafia mango is like whatever. Like yeah, you know he's average, yeah, but town know. mango is really strong. Yeah. I would say. Who's your top three? Yeah, I'm curious. I want to hear. Uh, so let me let me really quick pull up the players that were at the last one, and I'll just uh, uh, okay. So PP, have you played Ma have you played mafia at all? I played mafia in the first time uh, in the first one, and I I looked at Axe's nervousness and I called him out. And I was wrong. So uh, <laughs> use that for what you will. So really I think, uh, so obviously I think, um, you know, I think I, Void was really good at both scenes. Yeah. He's just smart at it. I, I don't know if he really counts as melee, but, uh, but you know, I think that, so HBox tries really hard. 
But I think <laughs> yeah. Hbox. The problem with Hbox here is that he is too. Uh, it's too much about him when he plays. That's true. Uh, okay. And, uh, yeah. You know, I'm not saying like, look, I don't. I don't want to encourage any like people. Well, alt Hbox always about him, but like, I think that he really wants to play. And I, the thing I like about him is always down. He's always down to play. He just mm. wants to play all yeah, the time. Yeah, 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 and yeah. I, a lot of players have. We have trouble even getting them into the room. Right. right. So Hbox, mm. I'm, cool. I'm happy he's down for whatever. But uh, Town Hbox is like, I, I think I, Hbox is really good at Mafia as Mafia. I think Town Hbox is like a little. You know, not as good, but Mafia Hbox scary. You know yeah. what? Um, you know what really brought this to like what really made this even more centralizing, I should say, was back when uh Crunch went to Summit as his coach. And then when they played together, oh, that that's so when it was funny. really was so crystal yeah, that was clear. Funny. That thing you just said. Um so, it's so a little is, bit less Hbox is Hbox on your top three, Hotbin? Mafia Hboxes. It's Town Mango, Mafia Hbox, Mafia H-box. Void. Um and I got I gotta say, uh none bond. <laughs> Dude, I think Bond is so crazy. Uh, literally bond is I really have good. to include he 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 just uh, shot the guy and left. It was that was insane. so funny. Yeah, he re- I, I don't he know. Revealed I don't... the car. <laughs> yeah. It was the most efficient. I mean he got bonded. Yeah, he, Sometimes he, you just kill, he, killed yeah. A, he killed the mafia and then he didn't distract the town. He just like immolated himself and just yeah, was that gone. guy's really good. Well man, that guy's really good. That's oh yeah. So I think Leffen, you gotta shout out Leffen too. You know, I yeah, think Leffen it's... and Armada both. They're both can really I... good. Okay, can I ask you a question here, Hotbin? It's funny yeah. because all of the people we've named so far are extremely strong players at their respective game. Um Mango, Hungrybox, Leffen, Armada, right? We've named we've named basically only god level players. Yeah. Is that rare? Like, I, you would kind of intuit with, you know, you, you mentioned earlier, you know, players sometimes are a little bit socially, like, you know, tapped out in terms of energy after a long day so, or whatever. Yeah, it might be that, so, too. We oh. Just talk and they're able to talk and think at the same time and all that kind of stuff. Hmm. Who knows? That makes sense. Or maybe they're all think? able to lie. Who knows? That Ooh. could be the case, too. Maybe deceiving your opponent is an important yeah. skill, both in neutral and in mafia. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, Hoppe, what do you think about me and mafia? I believe you are average. Average? Yeah. You want? You know, you know, remember average? that one game? Where, remember that one game where we were playing it was a six man game or five man game, and you were mafia, and I sussed you out. You remember that? I do remember that. I remember you and like a, Bobby Scar and uh, what oh, is it, no. Ben? I don't remember being mafia there. and throwing. Oh, no. That's true. I was, uh, oh, no. Well, I got got by the cop, man. The cop scanned me on like night two. Yeah, well, I should have fake claimed. I should have fake claimed. You know, I'm just but, average. Uh, okay, you're slightly above average. You know, what, what do you want? What do you want me to change my? Okay, no, yeah, that's exactly what I want. That? No, that's what I want. I changed yeah, my opinion that. just no, now. Take that. that. All right, take that. Let's fucking go. I'm slightly above average. That's fucking right. That's fucking right. You know what they say back at school? Ace D is a passing grade. D is a passing grade. But 50%, that's an F. Okay, you got to retake that class. D? Next question. Man. Hey, yeah. thanks thanks for thanks for asking, <laughs> Webb. Appreciate, appreciate the call in, buddy. You got any Thank shout outs so for us? <laughs> no problem. Uh, I just want to say real quick that, uh, Toph, I think that you're above, above average at perhaps non-mafia related things. And Thank you. <laughs> um, shout out to, because we have uh, Mr. Ken here, shout out to Sephiroth Ken as well, because I can't hear oh, people call you by your real name. <laughs> I can't hear people say Ken without thinking of him. So shout out to him. Agree. Agree. Thanks right, for well, the thank answer, you, guys. Thank Take you. Care.
So, yeah. Holy cow. Well, that went places I didn't expect. Uh, I'm glad we went to those places. Uh, me too. Next caller, please. Aiden Neri. We're just getting all the oh, homies man. up in here. Uh, my yeah, boy, man. What's up, dude? Where are you That's calling in back. from? What's your What's your question for us today? Where are you calling in from, gamer? Uh, I'm calling from from Mexico. Yeah. Heck yeah. And my question is for everyone: uh, Is as someone who has never been to a major like me, uh, which one would you recommend the most? Do you? Do you? Uh, interesting. I, I want to kind of pose it to you this way, Hotbit. If someone's never been to a major, is it worth? Trying to claim the VIP spot. I, what, what does I, that do? I'm for actually trying. Like I have that in mind. Okay. Oh, yeah. Thinking well, about it. So. We are close by to. Okay. So the VIP experience. We very rarely had someone say they regret doing a VIP. Okay. Mm -hmm. To to not to. I mean, I don't think we need to market our VIPs that much more. They sell out in like five minutes. So I really don't. I don't think we need more demand on that. I think I, you won't. You won't. Will not be disappointed if you get a VIP pass. Uh, but I don't know if that's the best way to. I, I think like if your first major is a Smash Summit, I don't even wouldn't even call it a major. But if your first fan experience is the VIP experience at Summit at a event with all these players, you're gonna be spoiled. It is like you literally don't have to worry about anything. You just show up. There's food for you. There's setups. You can watch the thing on stream. You can do anything you want. It's it feels like a very. Uh, I don't think that's a normal experience for. Someone going to an event, right? Yeah, so I would pick something else. You can't even bring water into the venue. <laughs> That's true. I would pick something else. You know, we have our event. You know, main stage is coming up. But, oh, you know, I think the biggest one. The biggest one's uh, Genesis. You know, so uh, look, if you want to go to one, I'm mean, Genesis is pretty close by too. Uh, if you had one to pick all year, I mean, to be fair, you probably want to go to Genesis, right? Just to experience it at least once. Um, probably gonna have the the negatives are there's a lot of people there. You know, so, you know, if you're worried at all about setup space or even like mm -hmm. big crowds that like Genesis, just way more, you know, thousands of people versus um, like, you know, our event, like the last main stage we had, we had, we, I think we, like, there was just a million setups for people to play at. Cause there's just not as many people this year, more people. So, but, but Genesis, obviously you're gonna have like 5,000 people there or something like that. So, um, the energy is unmatched. I really like the Genesis answer in particular because of the theater Sunday. I love that mm. you know, people kind of attribute, I think this to Evo, like Evo 2016 uh, was a tournament where the finals were played in a separate venue. Top eight was top eight was in a theater style or actually it's like an arena, like a stadium style, uh, separate venue. And I think people falsely attribute the first fighting game or smash major that had that to Evo 2016. But what they don't realize is actually Genesis three, which was, the beginning of the year in 2016 did it first and um i thought it was really 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 cool man it was um all of the greatest you know all of there's there's a lot of really great photographs and like little moments from the the genesis crowd and either the whatever the the, the theater from san jose or, or oakland and um yeah the the it's a really really great spectator experience for sure and i think genesis is also just it's been um, you know, it's really run by people who know what they're doing. And so there's also just, you know, lots of friendly setups. Uh, it's always in a really, in my opinion, obviously I'm biased because I'm from NorCal, but I think both the, the area that Genesis is in always has a lot of like neat food places around and stuff like that. So I want to plug Genesis here for sure. Yeah, this is over. Don't go to Evo. I'm like, come on. You go to Wait, Evo for Vegas. 
Yeah, that's, I mean, that's the reason. You want to go to a Smash event? Go, don't, don't go to Evo. I mean, well, well actually, days. I don't even know if Smash. These days, there, there's there's no he, in the event. Like, I don't even know. I mean, Melee is not there. Hasn't been. Yeah, I would not, definitely, even when they had Melee, I feel like the the play is to go to one of the kind of Smash centric ones. But you know, I've always been Evo hater, so you know, don't, <laughs> don't mind my opinion. I've always been an Evo fan, for what it's worth. I used to go to Evo even before Smash was there, but I'm a weird fighting game fan. You yeah, guys don't I have mean, to. like, I, I, I'm only like a hater for for how like kind of they've treated the Smash games. Like, I don't know much about the others. I'm sure it's a right. great experience for like Street Fighter or whatever. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Or if you just want to go to Vegas, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Know. If you want to go to Vegas, that's fine. Um, yeah. You know what tournament I do got to plug by the way too? I got to shout out Air. I went to Air 5. Now, this is tougher to go to. You know, Hotbin mentioned proximity. Uh, Air is on the other side of the Pacific Ocean. You know, it's in, or Atlantic Ocean, depending on which way you go. Probably Atlantic. Uh, Air is in uh, the UK, so it's a little bit little bit far. But, man, Air 5 was just, like, it was such a cool... You want to talk even, about Is there even experience? another one of those? They said they were doing another one. Uh, they announced that they were unretiring as TOs to oh put my. on Air 6 at the beginning of the year. But I don't think they ever squared away a date because they're waiting to see how COVID would shake out. Yeah, okay. And I think with the Delta variant, they're, it's, they're still kind of on hold. So I think if you go to the webpage, I think it's like soft announced, but they, they never locked in a date. So I assume, you know, maybe sometime next year. We'll see. But man, I'm definitely going to be there. That, that, that tournament was... Um, hey, a little bit of a plug for GG Melee. At some point... There's going to be a video of me telling my story of when I went to Air 5 and how special of a tournament that was for me. Nice. Um, that's going to be on the GG Melee YouTube channel, so I'll spare the Radio Melee listeners from having to hear it twice. But let me tell you, that was a bonkers tournament. And if you want to, if you want to Google search one thing to convince you to go to Air, just Google um, Air 5 Award Ceremony Armada Chugging. Um, and Armada chugged like a giant 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 like stein of beer and i'd never seen anything like it in my life heck yeah so that's my answer all right well answer. i will i will plug a couple that are not in the places that you guys said but i also those are just some of the ones that came to mind anyway yeah. uh shine um it's one that's been famously kind of known for uh having a good player experience a lot of majors, Genesis included, from my understanding, and when I went to the last one, that was also my understanding from talking to people, hard to have setups, but Shine goes very far out of their way to have so many setups that if you're mm -hmm. going to grind, you will absolutely be able to play. So if you're going for the player experience, prioritizing the in-person experience in that type of way, Shine uh, goes to extra lengths to help you with that. Uh, a different one that gives you a different experience is SmashCon. Um, they are a convention that is also a tournament, so you often get a lot more people there. You'll have cosplay and stuff there, and it's just way it, it's bigger. And, and what it tries to do is a little different than other tournaments, but the tournament is still a lot of people still like the way some of that some things about the tournament there. So, you know, I think those are two other ones to shout out. Of course, if you're just trying to go to the one everyone's going to Genesis, and I mean, yeah, there's a lot of great things about Genesis. I think the atmosphere there is different than any other tournament, and I think uh, you know it is. If you're trying to go to the event, it is the event. But if you're looking for other things to do at the event, um, I mean, those are some other options to consider. So it's really about kind of what you're looking for. And I think as you kind of, you know, explore, I mean, if, once you get like one Genesis, maybe you start saying, well, what do I want to do otherwise? Like that was cool, but what else is there? Or you do other things and maybe I want to get to Genesis, see how it compares, right? However you want to do it. I think, uh, I think that's all pretty good. And, uh, you know, 
it's going to matter about where you live too. Like we were saying, proximity. So SmashCon and Shine are what I'll add to this. But I mean, you know, there's there's a lot of good majors, a lot of good events out there that you know we could lock in and support. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you. I might try to go to Genesis. Is it happening? The uh, happening this year? Yeah, it's happening. Well, it's in, in, in January? January. Yeah, January. Yeah. yeah. I may try to. I might January. Try. And then right. I'm going to try to go to Summit. Yeah. There you go. Oh, boy. I, I have to edit a lot of videos. <laughs> yeah. We'll get, we'll get you there. <laughs> yeah. Between the two of us, we'll get you there. Yeah. I think I'll everyone should try and experience the Summit VIP once. I think that is yeah. uh, that's that worth it. Yeah, you, if might you, if you're more, you might need a few more spots for, for everyone to experience it, Hotbit. <laughs> you know, well, don't give us any ideas, though. You know, yeah. don't give us any ideas. That's we'll right. See. You could always buy 666 slippy hats or whatever. <laughs> yeah. All right, Aiden Airy. Thank you for calling in, man. You got any shout outs for us on your way out today? Uh, not really. Just to all of you. Oh, thank you, man. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you for calling in and have a good day. Have yeah. a great one. Oh, man. man. Love to be able to plug some tournaments here. I'm very excited. I'm going to my first, uh, you know, offline. Okay. Not counting Smash Summit. It's a little yep. bit of a different experience, as you mentioned. I'm one of my first offline major, you know, in what, two years uh, this Friday. So very excited for that. I'm going to Riptide. See how that, see how that shakes out. Aaron, Good. really cool. Yeah. Really cool guy. Yeah. He was, at, uh, he was at, he's at uh, Melee Summit. Just hanging out. Really? Which one? The uh, last one. Oh, yeah. 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 Hell yeah. Which was a great time. Man, Melee Summit 11 really couldn't have ended in a, in a better way. That yeah, it's a, really. Uh, if you're gonna skip, uh, skip one. That's a bad one to skip. I that's a like bad one to skip. It felt like a history moment. It you did. It did. It was the best thing you could have asked for coming out of the. Well, we finally got one. Okay, I, got I gotta one. say our finals haven't been the greatest. So we finally got one. We got an all timer for the biggest prize pool. You, everyone loves talking about the M2K win. So you guys got that too. Yeah, 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 we had M2K, uh, and then the Axe Oh, the Axe one. Yeah, the Axe one was great. Um, that's big. That's there, there were some other ones that were very close, but yeah. people, I mean, people will remember this one a lot more, I just feel people like. People will remember this one, yeah. Reverse and the 10 games. The Axe one, just, just to even elaborate on that, I feel like the Axe one was special because of him winning the tournament overall, not necessarily like the grand finals like it was like axe well, versus wizard that's but there's also the wizzy most... there which was crazy nobody was remembers cool. it was third no place. it was really cool who do you remember third place at axe axe versus wizard was yeah. that no that was he got fourth i don't know I'll, nobody I'll remembers but people I, i'm pretty sure it, it's uh it, th that's the kind of thing like people only remember the finals they don't remember it was third place i mean i so thought it was hbox is it not no it's, I thought uh, it was IBW. It was Wizro beat Leffen. That person still. Oh, is Leffen, like, yeah, yeah, Leffen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. IBW got fourth, uh, right? But, yeah. uh, but yeah, it is. Uh, you know, yeah. I feel like that was a historic tournament. Maybe, maybe less of like, damn, that grand finals was must watch. I mean, if you're you a know, Pikachu we, Falcon player, but we broke our streak of the content being relevant. Do, do, do you know what I'm saying? Like when we when we yeah. did the P Detective Pikachu content piece, perfect we, time for that to air. It was oh, like it came out. Uh, and magical. we and it was and it and he won the tournament, right? And I and remember when um when we picked uh we we did the Falco piece, the hurt Falco Wolverine trailer. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. That was a good one, Logan. Yep. And and that was a Logan trailer, and Mango picked Falco for the 
Jigglypuff and Peach matchup, and he won oh, both of those that's sets. Right. Remember, so it was at the, it was very prophetic. Wow. And this time was Fox Gang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. And, and that's true. And, and Mango joined the Fox, Fox Gang, and he won with Fox. It is uh kind of crazy, you know. But wow. we also did an IBDW one, you know. Yeah. And like I, I was like, if Cody wins, that would be crazy. That'd be like, crazy. Be, yeah, be crazy. So that's okay. You can't, can't win them all. I mean, you can't can win them all. Know. So we got to pick one for this uh, this upcoming summit. I don't know who we're gonna pick for for, for that one. But. Yeah, make sure you write a good script. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think maybe it's time to invest in the pull up club again. I don't know. We'll see. All right, see. it's time to get our next caller in, though. We got our caller just uh, about to hop in here. Holy brown man, what's up, holy brown man? Where are you calling from? Hi, um, I'm calling from Portland, Maine. Cool. What's your question for I've us I've been today? there. I've actually been to Portland, Maine. There's that one mall. There's that one mall, yeah. It's a nice place. So. <laughs> I love Portland. I love both Portlands. I've been to both. Yeah. Um, what you got so, for us today? Yeah, um, so my question is for people who like started out as commentators, or uh, mm-hmm. not commentators, excuse me, um, for people who started out as competitors, um, sort of why and when do like those people decide to maybe stop being a competitor and pursue something else so like becoming a commentator or a to or maybe like a youtuber or something like that it's a good question uh hot do you have thoughts yes i always have thoughts so i don't know how much you want me to talk about these kind of things but there is a clear hierarchy of where you want to be in the scene about what is fun okay at the very bottom is spectator not player okay so like that is the worst like spectator, spectator that's the worst position because it's still fun but you don't get any of the kind of you know you're just a fan number one is obviously player if anyone could be something good it good at what they do it's player players number one it's like dota all the commentators would trade the, their entire commentary careers to p- participate in one ti you know for right. dota so it's player and then it's like it's like coach sometimes you know coach it depends on the game yeah, it depends on the game you still get the team atmosphere or like yep. you know yeah it depends You're on the contributing, game contributing especially yeah, for you, team esports i think it's a good, it's a very win lose thing too right cuz right. like people want the purity in life they want to be able to win or lose very clearly right uh so coach and then it's like and then it's like commentator right it's funny, it's funny right? how you mentioned the purity about how it, you want to be able to win or lose in life. Because, you know, with the best thing about being a, a commentator today is with, with Reddit, I feel like I get that. Because if I ever lose a commentary, Reddit makes sure that I know. <laughs> yeah, but you, even when you win but a commentary, I, yeah, I, it's nowhere close to the highs of actually, know, with, just, like, you know, like... There's no prize. No, you... Yeah. The, there's, nothing in the, the, there's nothing in the contract I signed with BTS that says... And by the way, uh, if, if Twitter and Reddit really like your commentary... Like we know what we're getting with there's you, no, right? We're not... There's no... Like, you yeah. can't really go outside of the margins of where we expect Tove to yeah. be in his commentary, You right? don't have a first placing or yeah, a dog no, like, shit 100-whatever placing. There is the commentator bracket, but that's a little different. It's true. Hey, commentator crew battle, zero dollars. So then, and then after <laughs> after commentary is five like, stocks, by the way, is like production and like yeah. <laughs> production and like observing and stuff, you know, and that's where, you know, most of my friends are like in this tier, mm-hmm. but, uh, commentary, like, did, when did you decide I'm a commentator now? But, I, I mean, you're still competing, yeah. but like, no, that's a, that's a good question. Focus, right. So for me, it's a little, I think, it, I think this definitely varies right across like in certain scenes, you have to make a more concrete decision. I mean, for me, I've been fortunate enough that TOs typically, obviously not for Smash Summit because it's an invitational, but you know, like typically Sheridan or like, uh, well, you know, Riptide, right? I'm entering Riptide. So 
I have been graced by very kind TOs and 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 there are a lot of talented, you know, people who make schedules for production and they're pretty good about scheduling blocks outside of like, you know, they'll schedule my commentary blocks when I'm not playing, right? And 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 um there's kind of this tacit understanding that if I happen to play out of my fucking brain and make top eight at Genesis, I will, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. I've always said, look, if that ever happens to me, I'll just drop out and commentate. It's not that big a deal to me, but, um, I've been lucky enough that I've never had to make a concrete decision. I can go to tournaments and usually enter and, and, and not have it interfere too hard. But you know, there's the argument of like, am I preparing the same way knowing you know sometimes you have to commentate and play and you can't warm up the way you would as a, as a player or whatever and you know that's that's a call that you might have to make but it's um you know for me i think uh i i very much like that smash and the fgc are very open bracket centric events where anyone can enter anyone can participate that's always been very special to me and um i like that i've never had to concretely say i am stopping competing today i've never publicly retired or anything like that now that being said has my focus shifted over the years yes and i think that's just because um you know like you realize after a certain point is not not that i don't think i am i don't think i'm a bad player that i couldn't do it or anything like that but it's more that um i want to make the most value out of the time that i have right and so like i've realized that in the position that i'm in i actually provide a greater service to more people i i leave more of a mark on the scene uh as a commentator and and you know i wouldn't give that up for 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 the world right i, I think the melee community is very special to me and i want to leave a lasting impact so for, for me it's been all about kind of personal meaning and just where i think i can do the most good i guess sure. seems but, fair but I have a that being said, if I, I make if I make sixty fifth or forty ninth or thirty third at Riptide this weekend, then you know I'll be singing a different tune and I'll be yelling "See me on the sticks" to all these fucker netplay falcos who think they're hot shit when they take a single game off my Captain Falcon. Yes, you, not you, Potpid, the other guy. Yeah, what's your follow up question? My follow up question is: Has there ever been that debate? Because there's a debate in every scene. Yeah. Where yeah. Uh, at some point in the scene's lifespan. Some mm -hmm. player makes the comment, these commentators get paid way too much for, and they're terrible. <laughs> Have you, has, has that happened yet? I, I believe that's Never. probably a little bit. No, I think people know that Smash commentators don't get the big. Wasn't Leffen talking no. about that? And Let then me, you called him out at Summit, right? Did I? I think maybe, Token. maybe a long time ago. Like, <laughs> but, you know, we got to the bottom of it, and then it actually, like, Leffen, I'll give credit to this, by the way. You didn't say the commentators were bad, though. Well, Levin was the only, listen, Levin was the only person ever to give actual constructive, uh, like, That's he true. was like, the commentary's dog shit, but then I was like, okay, what's your actual issue with the commentary? And everyone else is like, oh, I don't know, they, and they cannot make their mind out of what they're fucking, they, no one knows what the fuck they want, right? They just know that it's cool to hate. Levin is the only guy that said, look, I don't think you guys understand floaty matchups and floaty characters very well. And I was like, thank you, that's actually very good feedback, I will take that into account. And I think that me and Scar have gotten better at it, for example. Levin, the only guy ever to ever oh, hate on commentary. Other people have. Come on. Yeah, well, other Someone... people don't know what the fuck they're 
They, they, no yeah. one knows what the fuck they want, man. Levin's the only guy who actually had a concrete thing to say. When you I don't asked think him, okay, that the Reddit the guy that says Tove talks too much is providing constructive feedback? <laughs> <laughs> okay, now that, now that you put it that way. Yeah, I mean, that, that is an actionable thing that can be fixed. So we really got to think about yeah, that one. That's con that, that is concrete feedback, Tove. <laughs> I'm sure that is concrete feedback. <laughs> no, um, I don't know. Summit pays you guys pay great. Yeah, I'm not complaining about that. It's just we pay you guys general, less than not. other scenes. I'll tell you that. Oh, sure. Yeah, I mean relative I've, to because it's just because of demand essentially. You uh, don't do uh you don't, don't get you into significantly. It isn't like some like insane amount less, but you know it is relative to what the uh no what I know the how much other casters make. Like, yeah. I, yeah, I used to you know when when I worked at Twitch and stuff, I'd talk to other casters from other scenes about this sort yeah. of thing. Mm. Some scenes are wild. I'll tell you that. Some scenes we cannot afford yeah. them. It is just like. But uh, if you really think about it, when, when you're you get in the that top Shin Robin sponsorship, though, yeah, I know. If we're in the one, top one percent, millions of Shin Robin bucks. If you're in the top one percent of your industry, you should mm -hmm. be making a lot of money, and a lot of industries don't, right? Like, yep. even yeah. Even at like the top one percent, like if you're the top one, if you're the top one, I don't know, I I don't want to name a job and then like be feel like I'm judging that job, but like if you're yeah, in the yeah, top one yeah. percent of like a high school teacher, right? You probably actually do make a decent amount of money. Like you're probably some like really yeah, not that much school, though compared you know. to you know top one percent of well I literally mean, they're, anything they're else, private right? schools and and stuff I guess yeah so top one percent of commentary cool. really doesn't make that much relative to the players if you think about it yeah um, now top one top one percent of players relative to top five to ten percent of players is that's a big yeah yeah that you know, that, that is different that's all that every team struggles right? with that though yeah, yeah but even like if, if our top one hundred is the top one right? percent. Even if our top 100 is the top 1%, right? Like, there's so many people in the top 100 that don't yeah, make it's a big curve. Anything. Yeah. Going from top 15 to top 5 in Melee is a big, big jump. Yes. In yeah. terms of notoriety. But, you know, it's, uh, yeah, so at a certain point, you kind of realize, and that's kind of the thing, right? The curve for, for me, I feel like the curve for how much you feel like you can make an impact is a lot more... Uh, it's just easier as roles that aren't player. Because if you're going to be, if you're trying to be a top player, if you're like, you know, look at how many, okay, obviously Mango's a little bit of a special case because he's also just a very charismatic guy. But like, you know, mm -hmm. look at how much Mango makes off of being a player or when Armada was competing, how much you would make in a year off of literally prize money alone versus, you know, I remember when Silent Wolf got seventh place at Evo, top eighted, you know, the biggest tournament that year, which was Evo 2015, beating <laughs> Leffen. Yeah. And then he was like, damn, I could have, I literally could have stayed home and gone he, to the local. He made less than, and uh, beaten made less than for dog. twice as much. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He literally he made, made less way than less the, than the dog washing. Yeah, he made less bad. than every, no, he, he made twice the amount, he made top eighting Evo as the 10th best player in the world or whatever he was ranked that year, that he makes every weekend beating Bladewise and Fox Peach uh, at, at our local Seattle tournament. So, you know, it's like, yeah, it, 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 and I think that's hard for a lot of people. I think it's hard when you're like getting so good, like it's a really hard video game and you're really putting yourself out there and you're really pushing yourself and the flights aren't paid for themselves and the hotels aren't paid for themselves. And like, it's tough to get a great sponsor, you know, and, and, and you can get really, really, really good and, 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 and not see the returns that you were hoping for. So, you know, it's, it's always a consideration. It's like that in every scene though. Yeah, maybe I a bet. little bit more I in bet. Smash in terms of like the overall pie of like money that you can get, but uh, in Dota, like the tier two Dota scene, for instance, oh man, it is struggle city because uh, it is almost worse that you're sitting there like making 10k a year when the you know that... teams that you barely lose to are uh, literally making millions of dollars. Millions. Like, oh my. It is like oh not making the NBA, being in the D League <sighs> forever. 
You know what I'm saying? That must be rough. Yeah, that must yeah. be rough. And also, like, you know, I, I feel like one thing that Smash has managed to do pretty well is I feel like there's a lot of people that have found a way to kind of make it as a, like with, with streaming and other stuff. Like, we've gotten pretty good at that, where there's a lot of people that are kind of propping themselves up now that aren't, you know, I look at some of these other scenes and, like, you know, they're, they're players first and, like, a lot of the time, nothing second, right? And uh, that's really hard when you're not winning, as it yeah, turns it's, out. It's difficult to determine how many pro players in your game deserve to be full-time and just do that game. And I, yeah. I say deserve in a very, like, quote-unquote deserve way. Because, you know, nobody really deserves anything, right? It, but, sure. uh, but it's kind of like, you know, in Dota, it's probably hundreds of players. In Melee, it's, yeah. I don't know, like 20? full-time right like oh, I, that, I think so that's i don't know if it's even 20 with hours. streaming with streaming Maybe with streaming you know added in, you know looking at your mokis and your magis then you know yeah, yeah. maybe we. i don't think there. anyone can survive on just prize money it is you know streaming is yeah. part of it so maybe our armada i feel like i know armada had that i mean i think there's 20 you could probably find 20 i don't think the lower end of the 20 is making a good living but like you know uh, yeah, I, I remember. I think I remember yeah. going through it in my head, and I think I struggled to get fifteen, but maybe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, yeah. So I mean, I guess I can answer the question. I'll not take as long because you guys have given some thoughtful answers already. But uh, for me, I think, especially after listening to Toph, I added a second one. But my first answer was, I think when people get tired of it, or they get burnt out, or they get satisfied, right? I mean, when they no longer have that fire anymore. Your two options are to rekindle the fire or to go somewhere else and, and build it that way. And if you don't feel it for competing anymore, what are you doing? Because yeah, you're going to need that. You need everything you can get. And, and that that fuel is going to push you forward. So you really need that. Yeah. Um, but there's a second way. And this is something that I kind of thought about after talking to Toph or hearing what Toph had to say is you could still like competing. Uh, you could still like it a lot. But if you end up doing more for the scene, whether that's commentating, TOing, um, streaming even, I guess, whatever else, content creation of some kind, and then you find more success with that than you do with competing, I think it's, I think many people over time, whether it's, you know, they just, they want to go into what's working better for them or whatever, but they'll start moving towards that. And, and um, you know, uh, this partly comes from what Toph is saying about doing what you think can provide the most value. But, you know, it's kind of nice to be putting your time in and getting better and seeing that that come back to you in a faster, more powerful way than when you're competing and you're grinding and all this. And maybe you're getting a little bit better, but it's, you know, it's taking a while. And, you know, unless you're one of the few people at the very top that's making a lot then or, or you get to that point, then, you know, it's, the, that spot doesn't mean a whole lot, unfortunately. So. Yeah, I mean, I th so again, I think my two answers are uh, you either kind of burn out because you get satisfied or you're just the grind is just so much or you find something else that you like more and maybe it's still in the community. But yeah, I think those yeah. are the two ways. I think it's so funny people use the word satisfied because I feel like it's... Um, I use it deliberately. I think I've seen it you happen. Use it. They don't like admitting it when they get satisfied, which is yeah. it's, it's a very big trap. You okay? Interesting. I thought you used that word because you know it's funny for someone like me. Like I, I scratched the surface of top one hundred, you know, mm -hmm. for a couple years or whatever. But right. you've won majors, so like right. I was kind of thinking from your perspective, satisfied makes sense because you 
got to. And I, well, oh, you way, don't I have know. to be a top player. You could be the, you could, mm-hmm. you could make your local PR and be like, oh yeah, that was great. And you, and this is the, this is the thing that gets so many people is you might not realize it. You might say, oh yeah, no, I'm still going to, you might not. Yeah. But then consciously, you start, pra- you start practicing less and you're like, yeah, well, I could beat this guy. I know what to do, but you yeah. don't do it. Right? And you and you have these other reasons, but deep down, it's, it's you, there's a certain level of success you're satisfied with, and then you have to either confront that, and a lot of people don't like doing that, um, or you just it fizzles out, and people don't and they don't want it. They just get frustrated, or they just don't want to deal with it anymore, and whatever. And so, sat- satisfaction, I think, is a hidden hidden killer for a lot of passions, not just Did in melee. Like, and like the NBA contract year. That's the, yeah. uh, you know, contract year. And, and, you know, Melee you, is almost like exactly like you have, you, you have to be self-driven to the point where like yes. the money's obviously not going to, you know, I think <laughs> yeah, one yeah. of the interesting thing that, uh, in, that people were talking to me when I first joined the Melee scene and some of the top players were like, hot, I noticed that, you know, this is when I was working for Liquid. It was like, I noticed that Liquid's picking up some players. Mm-hmm. I place better than these players. Why am I not getting picked up? And I had to kind of shatter some worldviews and be like, yeah, the teams don't know anything unless you win the tournament. They actually don't know anything. Maybe if you get to the grand finals of like Genesis, they'll be like, oh shit, he made the grand finals. But mm-hmm. the difference between ninth and 17th might, might as well be the, the difference between like third and like not going to the tournament. They actually don't care. Mm-hmm. It's like how many stream and Twitter viewers you have. And then did you win? Can we mm. put that in the deck? That uh, they, they, so, you know, it is really your self motivation trying to go from like 90th to like 80th, you know? Um, there's yeah. no like money incentive for that. Um, it's all you. Hotbed, are you satisfied with what my my life? Good question. As a player, as, as a, player, a player, Hotbed. Because no. I remember, I remember, I, I, and I and I was gonna say because PP was talking about practice, and I remember leading up to Melee Summit 11, Hotbed yeah. messaged me damn near every practicing. day. I need that cheek practice for Aiden. I gotta practice to play, play against Aiden. I gotta beat Aiden. I did not beat Aiden. I lost Aiden. However, mm. we are playing again. We are playing at Smash Summit 12. Ooh. So I'm excited. You are big. You are playing him again. Yeah. Are you, you going to hit me up look, this time? I'm an underdog, but you know it's not my scene. You don't I have feel. to be an underdog, Hotbed. I but, uh, played Aiden with my Captain Falcon at Ultimate Summit. And I, let me I, tell you. you told, he's told this story so many times, I feel bad for Aiden. He beat him. Told twice. Tove I beat mean, him. It's not a story. I just he's told, told many people. <laughs> It's really he's like funny. Just, that... he's, he's like, "What's up, man? I just got back from beating Aiden's Sheik with my Falcon." But that's his like that. opener. You know, yeah, that's my opener. That's how I, <laughs> how I walk up to you know. That's how I walk up to ladies at the bar. You know, hey, oh, do you my. Know I, beat? I have a girlfriend of two years. I love her very much. That's just hypothetical. But you see what I'm saying? Can I know you're not satisfied? And that's why I believe that at Melee Summit 12, you are going to pressure take me, Aiden Come down. On. No, on, I'm not putting pressure, pressure on you. I'm lighting the yeah. fire within. This is, I mean, like, I, I appreciate Aiden allowing me to play him because it, he has everything to lose here. Like, his game, his scene, you know? Yeah. I mean, obviously, like, you know, I, I, I feel like I'm part of the Melee scene as F referenced by that uh, that Twitter thing. But my original game was Dota and, like, before that, mm. StarCraft, right? StarCraft. So if Aiden, like, trained really hard at StarCraft and beat me at StarCraft, I don't know what I would fucking think. Oh, no my. joke. Yeah. Like, I would lose my mind. So what was, this is uh, really, aren't you kind of beating Aiden in the middle when you really think about it, though? Because the game you would really need to shatter Aiden's worldview, you'd need to beat him at Mario Kart. Right. Okay, that's true. I'm not. I mean, I'm not beating him at Mario Kart. Yeah. No way. I don't know but, anything uh, about competitive Mario Kart. I'm glad that he's fun with those guys. 
Anyway, Holy Brown Man, thank you for your question. I thought that was uh, that's a good one. I'm glad we got to all yeah. talk about that. We had some unique perspectives. Any shout outs you want to do, my friend? Um, I guess just the floor? Like my uh, boys in Portland and uh, shout out to the Tooth Acre Gaming Invitational, actually. A very prestigious event held by my buddy. <laughs> Hell yeah. But, uh, yeah, Sounds thanks a lot, guys. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. Hey, shout outs. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'll do some main shout outs. Shout outs to Dark and Dazzle. What happened to those guys? And Thorn. What happened to Thorn. Dark Dazzle and Thorn? I miss those. I miss those guys. Legends Dark was Man, hitting dude. me up on uh, Twitter because I didn't know about the Blade Breakers. I was Blade Breakers. You knew. You just kind of forgot. You I knew did. I've seen, I've seen the stig so many yeah. times. Uh, yeah. Man. No, yeah. me too. As soon as he said it, I was like, I was oh, like, fucking oh, Blade Breakers. Right. Oh, God. Right. Everyone in chat knows who that is. Next caller, please. <laughs> At least two people do. Yeah. Uh, Ryobeat. Ryobeat. Wow. We're graced by the presence of Ryobeat. What's up, Ryobeat? How you doing today? You are muted. You are muted, unfortunately. Oh, also tell us where you're calling in from. It is customary that we ask everyone where they're calling in from. You could lie. <laughs> can you guys hear me? Now we, now can, we can hear you. All right, sweet. Hey, what's up, guys? Um, hey. My tag is Ryobeat. Uh, calling in from New York City. Shouts to New York. Love New York. New York's awesome. Um, and my question for everyone is, as IRL tournaments come back, what ideas do you guys have for incorporating Slippy Kids into the land scene? And that could be as small as the local level to as big as something like Summit. And I guess like some examples I have for stuff that's already been done, something I'm doing for my local scene, I run the nightclub. I've been doing mm -hmm. some amateur brackets on Slippy, and then the winner gets like free venue and entry fee mm. in, so we can like bring them in if they haven't entered anything like that. That's cool. I really liked... Uh, Amsa playing unranked at Summit. I thought that was really sick. That was fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, Slippy Qualifiers, obviously. Those were also really good. Had a lot of viewership. And uh, yeah, you can take that question from as small as big as you like. I uh, remember this thing that Anther used to do in the Anther's Ladder days, like smashladder.com, where at the end of every season, um, he like I think if you won, uh, the if you're literally number one on the rankings... You got like a little monetary prize, like $25 or $50 or some gift card or something, right? And I was thinking that with Slippy Ranked, that'd be a really good opportunity, right? Like imagine if mm -hmm. I don't know what the format's going to be like for Slippy Ranked, but imagine that when Ranked comes out, um, imagine that, okay, well, I can I can imagine that the, the actual top people on Slippy Ranked will be people like Mango and Zane that don't mm -hmm. need any support. But imagine if there was a way to integrate that into like, you know, if you're the highest ranked player within such and such a region, and then, you know, those players mm -hmm. somehow get like flown out to a major or something like that, you know, like some kind of prize for those people, which would be cool because that would, they would both incentivize people to play ranked and give it credence by having top players try. And it would also incentivize the other way around people to, tr to try so that they could go to, so it'd kind of be this feedback loop is the way I'm kind of thinking about it. That's random thought I had. You guys got anything? Yeah. I mean, I, Man, I think the thing that gets brought up so much is some type of qualifier into into a land thing, and you can do that at all kinds of levels. But I, you know, I was thinking about it, and I and I really had a thought, and I was like, well, okay, maybe maybe those people that are going to win the qualifier amateur bracket or whatever, maybe they'd want to go anyway to test themselves more or something like that. And I think the people that are often more nervous to go are the people that are o2ing even on the amateur brackets and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, what? What could we do for those people? And I think locally, I mean, this is something I wanted to do just kind of regardless to help the scene is I wanted to go to locals myself, maybe not to enter, but to 
play people and talk to them anyway. And I think if I can try and get, you know, as many people going to that, that would just help my local scene. But that's not something that everyone can necessarily do. But I was also kind of thinking of uh, I had a second idea and I think I'm losing it, unfortunately. But I man, I, I really wanted to find a way to um, oh, no, that's what it was I, for people that played, even if they didn't do very well, if you could somehow incorporate those results into seating uh into mm. uh into land brackets if we if even if um like let's say you you're more mostly going zero and two but you have some maybe even some type of online playoff because like or, or like tiebreaker of some sort or something like that for some of the zero and two people just to give them more games online to help seeding for offline maybe there's something you can do to to inform things there i'm not really sure but i would like i would like to find a way to get people you know more games and get them interested in the uh and the offline experience. And I think, you know, I think an easier answer than all of this stuff is probably just to make on or offline events stand out more, be more attractive, right? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, you're offering something very different. You're having them come in, spend time. They're in a different environment and all that stuff. So you're making the offline event more worth it is probably better than something like that, unless they just don't have the funds to go to a bigger thing, in which case you have the qualifiers. But that's mm -hmm. kind of what I was thinking about. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, am I, am I, I don't have a, a lot here. Uh, I do think that the uh, important part is making these people feel welcome, not mm -hmm. like you know, because they, they don't know the etiquette. Like, we, we did a joke, the joke content pieces about hot, like, oh, that's right. etiquette, that kind of stuff. But, like, uh, if I was someone that never been to a live event and only played Slippy, you can actually get very good just playing online yeah. melee, but you don't know. Like, I was like, what the, how do I stage strike? Like what? What? Like what do I? Like how do I do all these things? Like what is it a normal thing? Do I just go ask someone to play friendlies? I I feel like right, especially being very welcoming, being nice to these people yeah. is number one because yeah. you know first melee smash in general has is one of the nicest scenes to new players. Mm -hmm. Like one of the things in in let's say Dota or Starcraft or whatever, if you're bad, people get tell you to uninstall. Okay, they're right. like you suck. Yeah. Uninstall. Hey, oh, remember that time you told someone True. to quit? <laughs> I did. Thinking about I did. <laughs> People I rarely did. do that in Smash. They yeah. love the new players. Yeah. You know, whether it's online or whatever. You know, I remember. You know, like my first. I I went to a tournament in New York City actually, uh, Nebulous, and oh, uh, Ron was there. That was my first like first time. Oh, and he was I in my no pool. Idea. He was in my pool, and he played me, and obviously it went very bad. Okay, I I <laughs> completely knew like just. He got destroyed, whatever, right? And later in the event, he, he doesn't know who I am. He doesn't know I work for Liquid. He doesn't know that I would eventually help manage Smash 7 or anything. Yeah. And uh, later on in the event, he comes up to me and says, hey, man, how did you do in the pool? And I'm like, what? Wow. Like, you know, you're the very nice. Thing. You don't have to ask me that stuff. You don't have to even, like, you know, care. You're just, like, crushing people or whatever, probably getting pretty high in the tournament. But, yep. you know, he was, mm -hmm. he's, like, you know, just nice guy. And I'm like, man, yeah. everyone's so nice. This is great, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, then uh, later on, when uh, when he qualified for Summit, I remember messaging him like, Dude, I don't think you remember this, but you were my first experience in this uh, in one of these tournaments. Was, you were a very nice person. Wow. He's like, oh yeah, like, you know, whatever, thank you. And mm -hmm. but uh, but I think that's number one, just making them feel welcome so that they like their experience and they keep coming back. Yeah, no, I I think that's a great answer, and it, it's funny you bring up none because I don't know if you all saw on Twitter today he was highlighting like this thirteen yeah, year old kid. Yeah, such a good point. I saw such that. Such a good point. Such a good mm -hmm. point. Yeah, like Did definitely you... the idea of like 
making sure they feel welcome and like making friends. Like I definitely, um, I really also like um, a little unrelated, but kind of related. I like the the TMT ladder a lot because yeah, it helps you find people that are similar level to you, and that's like I think um, what makes for the first like good friend you have in the Smash community because you know the top mm. players are welcoming and you they make you feel good. But when you have that like game three with someone, you're just like, oh, that was really sick. We had our cool moments. Like we should play more because I don't feel that bad losing because, you know, I take games and I don't feel that bad winning because, you know, you make it competitive and that type of thing. And um, I think like kind of just the idea of like really thinking about the experience of the O2 player and like all the different steps. So it's yeah. like first you come into the local, you play a set with someone. It's like really close. Then you talk to the top player like, oh, my God, it's them. And they make you feel welcome. They ask you where you're from, where you work, that type of thing. And uh, yeah, I really like that angle that you guys answered at. Cool. I'm glad we could answer that. It's a cool question. I think it's yeah. something that, you know, we get people calling in about this, you know, almost every week now. And I think this is something very mm -hmm. much on people's mind. mind. How can we how can we make the most of this opportunity Slippy's given us? So, yeah, I yeah. mean, perfect sentiment. And uh, thank you for calling in, Ryobeat. You got any shout Appreciate outs for us on your way out today? Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, shout outs to you guys. I love this show. Definitely helps thank me you. when I'm like. I need to clean my room and I'm being lazy. Yeah. I'm like, okay, if I listen to this while I do, it's going to be all good. We got your um, back. Thank yeah, you. for sure. And shout uh, out to New York, obviously. And particularly shout out to any tri-state slippy kid listening to this. Mm. I run the nightclub and I, I know all the TOs of New Jersey, Connecticut. If you want to come, just DM me on Twitter. Talk to me. Let's see how you can you know, come to the local. Have a good time. Cool. The invitation's there. Well, thank you so much for calling in. Have a great rest of your night. Thank you. Have a good night, guys. Bye. See you. Uh, thanks. Thanks, Robbie. Hoppin, was that the Nebulous that had the Captain Falcon round robin? I don't remember. It was a don't long remember. time ago. It was a You remembered ago. what happened to him, which was the important part. Because it yeah. was, you mentioned, I mean, just because none, like, you know, he, there was a long period where he was, he was cracked, but like, he wasn't like competing at the national or the super, like the I, super major I, level. I yet, mean, you I know? played, I remember playing friendlies with Prague. That's how yeah. it was. Uh, oh, that was a while ago. Yeah. That could have been the one then, the Super Nebs. That's dope. That's dope. <laughs> yeah. Just curious. Yeah. Man, that might be it for our callers uh, for yeah, the day. For I think that's for today. all of the callers. And uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you to everyone who uh, kind of tuned in to ask us stuff. Was was honestly a blast getting to talk to all you guys. And we do this every Tuesday. So if your question didn't get answered today, if you didn't get to join us on the air, Tune in next week because we'll be uh, we'll, same same time same same spot on the dial. Yeah, chat sure. with chat with Hotbit a little bit though. PP, you had a uh, you had some stuff you wanted to ask Hotbit, huh? Yeah, let me throw. I, man, I've got I really want to ask him about all these things, but if I could only ask him about one, I think mm. this is the spiciest thing. We'll leave it deep in here. See if anyone listens in this. Yeah, far. I'm happy to answer all your questions, man. You want you want to hit me with anything you want? I'll, I'll try and keep it concise. Okay, well let I. I've got I've got a two pronged one for you here. Sure. Um, I'd love to hear what you'd say about both of these. Um, uh -huh. But the first one I'm more interested in is there some type of interest or concern, any discussion about a Beyond the Summit melee circuit? So, like, uh, you talking about like doing something the way a Smash World Tour or something like that would would do like uh you know organize a circuit in the same way like it for could me be similar so for me I think the uh what what the difficulty about this is that um 
Smash, our tentpole Smash events, our first party events, obviously do really well. I think uh, our summit events, and I think main stage, you know, you know, when you first make a national tournament, you're not, I'm, I don't expect to like, for it to be like in the black on the first year or even the first couple of years. It's kind of, you're just like doing it because you, you care about it and you want, you want it to grow and all that kind of stuff. And hopefully in the future, you get a lot of attendees, right? Um, I think a circuit is a, uh, is only possible if we were like able to, if you were basically the only thing, you know, if you're like the only thing, and let's say we did SCL every month or something like that, and then it leads to a land thing, right? Let's say we did that every single month and nobody else broadcasted Smash. Then yeah, I think that's possible. However, I think with the existing tournaments and stuff going on constantly, it's difficult to centralize viewership and centralize attention. Um, and we don't want to muscle people out. It feels very kind of whack to, to even attempt to do that. So uh, so no is the answer to that. Would I, would, I, would I like it if we had a circuit? Yeah, I mean, that'd be great. But I, I don't think how it's feasibly possible. Okay. I think that, uh, um, can I yeah. just cut in for one quick question? I'm very curious. Um, I listened through that two and a half hour long commentator's curse with Blur and Tafo to try and get to hear about monetization and Smash. Oh my God. Uh, I really they are I not. To, they're not right about everything. So let's sure. Just, uh, oh, sure. I know. mean that's fair. I mean, so have you have you talked to have you talked to Blur about any of this? Just I talk to Blur all the time. All the time. Okay. So and, you so you uh, probably you've hashed Blur, that discussion out already. God, Blur is like. I know. So, you I know. know. He everything he does is hyperbole. I he's sure like not like he is really smart. Okay, don't get me wrong. Like he, he does, is. It very does seem like about, as far as CEOing in the scene and monetization goes, it seems like he knows a, a decent amount more. So that's the only reason I was asking. I wasn't trying to say that you hadn't considered or hadn't thought of something. I just wanted you know, to I mean, would, Ken, would you believe that I was talking to Blur recently and I told him this? I gave him this feedback. Hey, I think you use a little bit too much hyperbole when you like make attention and yeah. he was very like he was like offended by this idea he was like no i don't i don't do that what the hell he's is like yeah i never do that right I mean, he's <laughs> he literally doing it to you and they answer yeah, yeah. that he gives yes you in that like he's like i, I never know. i never use hyperbole like, i know I've never done it in my life right. i don't know what that i know means. like that's, I know. What, that's how he would react to it yeah i know anyway i just wanted to when he said he he Blur, believes he is the best TO ever, is that makes me la like I think that that's kind of really funny. That's Someone like, put him on a top ten TOs of all time list, yeah. and he did they put you on their hotbed? I I shouldn't be on there. Come on. But you you're not you're not sitting here saying that's ridiculous. I should there be number one on the list. He, I can't yeah, believe he put Sheridan and these other. Yeah, was, I mean these insane. jokers. He was, you know, these jokers. Are, anyway, yeah. sorry. So Please apologies. Continue. I wasn't trying to say you hadn't covered something. I just wanted to no, 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 see fine. if that had been explored. I mean, I wish it would be like that, and we we had a way to do that, but I don't think it, it's not in the cards right now. Um, okay. So secondary who question. Who knows? Maybe in the future. Yeah. Secondary question. Um, I mean, this is something that Blur has also hyperbole, but I'd like to hear your take on it. Um, the competition with VGBC now that the circuit's happening is it fierce? Are the broadcast rights? Is there are there challenges in other places? Um, are you guys planning on having a boxing match? What's the deal? Uh, so we have a channel. They have a channel. Yes. I think it's good for TOs. I think uh, it is like you know they can choose where to stream and they get some better options. Uh, you know when when we're trying to have broadcasting, and you know we are very uh we're pretty we're pretty 
kind of laid back about everything. I, I I don't know. I don't know what it is from if it's the same on their side or whatever, but I don't think it's super like, you know, contentious or like angry or anything like that. I think it's just, you know, we have a stream, they have a stream, we have a YouTube, they have a YouTube. And uh, I think there is room for multiple streams in Smash, just like, you know, there's a room for multiple places to broadcast any other kind of sporting event. Like, like I'll ask you guys, do you remember where the Super Bowl is aired at all? Remember if no. it's on NBC or CBS or anything like that? So, you know, you want to watch an event, then uh, you'll find it. It really, you know, I think it's uh, it's less about uh, the stream itself and more about how you know how it goes and like how people feel about it. Like that that that's how I feel. I don't think it's like a, you know, I don't think there's a huge difference really. Um, you know, we try our best with our with the reruns and cutting out ad time and not making mistakes and all that kind of stuff. But that's mostly for our first party productions. You know, um, you know, we help and like help guide a lot of uh a lot of these other events when they're another on our channel and we do we do things to do that. But it's mostly it's mostly their event. You know, um, so. You know, we are like the broadcast partner and we'll help how we can, sometimes monetarily, sometimes, you know, with feedback and consulting and sales and all that kind of stuff. Um, but but yeah, I don't I don't think there's much to honestly say about that. I, I we're pretty like I think we're pretty cordial. Like we I mean I talk to Gimmer sometimes to cooperate on things. Um, but uh you know, sometimes there's date clashes, sometimes we're competing for the same event, but all it is is just kind of business. Yeah, you know, no hard fair. feelings, kind of how I how I view it. Okay. So I asked the two questions together and I just, I mean, you can keep it, you can have a brief response to this if you want, but I am curious because I asked about the circuit and you said, well, if, if there was just one streamer, but I don't want to muscle anyone out. And then I asked about VGBC and you're like, well, you know, it's just business and then they're doing their thing. So, I mean, I guess to put it to you straight, um, you know, for the summit perspective, if, if muscling VGPC out was a thing that helped a circuit, do well for melee you know would you would you consider that would you want to do it i'm just kind of curious like what what a consideration like that is is that what's limiting you guys or is there other things like to's being organized i think that uh, it is a monumental amount of work to do for for something like a circuit for everyone mm -hmm. um i think that i don't envy the work that they're doing for smash world tour i think you're seeing that there's a lot of complexity especially doing oh yeah world regional stuff and then obviously you know you're worried about Nintendo potentially cracking down on stuff yeah, and like you were about COVID ruining, too. ruining all your work instantly by with a tweet or whatever um, <laughs> or like an email. I think I think like you know we're doing our first party events. We're happy with them. Um, trying to be essentially a proxy Nintendo is not something that we're very interested in. I think that that that's unless there's some big uh, internal okay from from a from it's just such a big risk to take do you know what i'm saying yeah, like it sure. just putting like all this time and resources into it um i do not think we can muscle out vgbc if that's like, i guess is what your question is sure sure i think that uh it is uh you know streaming is very uh it it's tied obviously you can you if you're the only streamer the t and tos don't have their own streams which they do some of them do Right. Um, if you're the only streamer, it is beneficial to you in just in general, right? Uh, you can sell mm -hmm. broadcasting rights. You can get sponsors easier. All that stuff is like is in the cards. But um, muscling out implies that we have a lot of money, and there's some way to hold on to these tos that uh, 
would uh, then like be loyal to us in some way, you know, like essentially muscling out is like when you have a lot of money, you make sure everything's streamed on your channel, you kind of put the other guy out of business, and yeah. then then you walk everything back as as you're the only one in town, right? Like, right. Kind of. Um, I don't think that's possible for anyone. Not in this scene. Mm -hmm. There's not. Mm -hmm. it, that doesn't like you know. Th that's like a ESL versus you know like uh, you know I guess Dreamhack. Now that they merged, it's not really a big competing oh. thing but it's like in other scenes there's like that there's tos that really out there competing with each other you know trying to get all the events trying to get the team signed on like mango can't play in other events other than our bts events you know and i feel like that's the mm. kind of okay. thing that is way too cutthroat for our like we, you know we need every event to kind of succeed here <laughs> i think i don't right. think it's like csgo right. where it's like astralis is only going to play in our events and that helps us right like that's kind of mm -hmm. if you had the means if you had the if means to literally um, well here's yeah. my plan for smash monetization and i and, and i'm only half joking about this okay okay we need to get a billionaire's kid to really like melee okay I, you find the most vulnerable billionaire's child <laughs> and you get them addicted to the smash games yeah okay and then they're just they're just putting in the i mean we're seeing a little bit of this with ludwig and like you know critical and stuff like that but like imagine bezos's son he's just a cracked fox okay timmy bezos right yeah he's, he's timmy just, bezos the fox he's player. just he's just insane and he loves yeah. it so much he wants to compete yeah we get him addicted like, everyone's super nice to him right everyone's super he, nice to him. he runs a million dollar smash event God, we got to keep certain people away. And from it's him. nothing. It's nothing. We got to make sure certain people, <laughs> yeah, to him, right? Yeah. I legitimately believe in the game so much that I think if we get billionaires per like child to try it enough, <laughs> we could get we could make this happen, people. We can make this happen. Oh man, so, this Pop is it. like an operation. There's a fucking so instead of instead of this like the slippy to I, land pipeline, we just stop all that. We just start looking up billionaire children. That's the way correct. we go. No, right. no I, I've, there I've like got, a, bill, a million a Walmart kids. Like, couldn't we find like a whole bunch of those? <laughs> the grandchildren of the guy that made Walmart. Yeah. And make, like, hey, let's. This is what we do. We get Walmart because they, you know, they they ever having trouble with their workers. We get them to have a national tournament mm. with all mm. their workers, right? And the winner, you know, gets like I don't know what one dollar more per hour or whatever they want to put Ooh, on big. Their, their prize, and th and then that gets their managers interested, and maybe maybe the Walmart kids will be like, oh, let's check out this game, right? What, what do you think, Tof? Like, I remember, think like, I'm into it. I'm into it. Remember the day nine tournaments with all the like Facebook versus Google and stuff like that. We should oh, yeah. do that. Oh, let's yeah. get in there and really make the corporations fight against each other in melee. <laughs> Let's I see, love like it. team Twitch versus team Amazon. Well, that's the same team, but team Amazon versus Google or whatever, Facebook and YouTube and get them off in a crew battle. <laughs> I yeah, and, no, and really take that seriously. Oh, man. absolutely. Yeah. Now we're getting to this, the real meat of the save the meal real meat, issue. The real yeah. meat and potatoes. We got to get, question? yeah, Is that the... I like Timmy. I like the Timmy Bezos. I, yeah. Well, it wasn't really what I asked, but it's a good answer. <laughs> It was. It just that. evolved. It evolved. Yeah, it did. It did evolve. As, I can't, as I can't as know. That's what these shows are. They just go into something yes. else. Yeah. I've got. Hey, speaking of going to, I've got a. I've got a. I've got a hard hitting business question for you, Hopid. Yeah, go ahead. I got one. Uh, how long does the cheat work at Beyond the Summit before he gets poached by the 
Beyond the Summit to Mogul Moves Pipeline? <laughs> I think... Yeah, how- you know, oh, they, that's a good question. Nick, and congrats, last and one con- left. Wait, wait, and congratulations to the to the cheat, by the way. By the way, friend of the show, he's called in. <laughs> yes, we've had him yeah. on the program. You know, like, look, Ludwig. Uh, Ludwig this <laughs> just proves that this just proves that me as a manager, yeah. I you know, I just produce quality employees. This is what like he just <laughs> he just wants the the the. Essentially, we're a farm team for Ludwig yeah. now. For Ludwig. Uh, what Ludwig, is you produce the <laughs> you know we also produce the show for like the Jeopardy show for Ludwig. That's true. That's true. Um, and he is uh you know Ludwig's great. We we you know we worked with him a lot before he became you know Ludwig right. Yeah. Um and now he you know he's hiring us for stuff right. So mm. uh, it's it's uh it's if Mikey leaves for Ludwig, like, we have one more Ludwig. Like we, I don't know how many Ludwig people we sell left that he can poach, but like <laughs> if Mikey leaves for Ludwig, I swear I'm done. Ludwig, you take Mikey. You guys have to fight. We just hired him. You take Mikey. We're shutting down everything down. Oh I'm no! Playing, I'm throwing the gauntlet <laughs> down. Do not oh, hire dear. Mikey. <laughs> I'm, done, I'm done training people and having them leave. Clip it and ship it. <laughs> Let like, know. Stop. Someone in chat was joking about someone in chat was joking about the uh, the hot the hotbed versus blur boxing match, but it sounds like we know what the real boxing match needs to be right now. Yeah, hotbed versus hotbed versus Ludwig. I don't want to look. Brood War one v one. I do think it was funny when he came to the after party at Smash Summit. I was just I was just like you know, eight like they, he was like having a little discussion with Aiden, and I'm like, as his former bot, like you know, now you know we both manage Aiden. At one point, you know, we have. Uh, and it, I think it's just funny. Like I, you know, there's no hard feelings or anything like that. It's we were obviously really sad that Aiden Aiden went to work for him, but uh, it is it is what it is. I, you know, people move. I think it's it, that's move. totally normal. Yeah, just like you, yeah, I mean, you, you move you move jobs too. I move jobs. You know, I like, did. I actually think that not having to manage like Slime and Aiden really improved my personal relationship with them. No joke. because oh. you mm. can't really be friends with your boss at the you end can't of the talk day. To them, yeah. Honestly, really. Like, you know, I, I wouldn't say we're like close friends, but I would say that you can speak much more openly and honestly with someone mm. who's your like peer than it is someone who's like actually in charge of whether you get promoted and how much money you make. You know, so. I will say I remember Slime. I think it was a stream of his talking about that, that uh, the tipper uh, skit sketch with Zane and uh, Spud. And he said, tell me if this is true. He said, I will walk out of here right now if you don't let me do this parody. And he said, you know, he said, he said, you guys, you he's guys only going to do that on stuff he knows is going to, that we're not going to, okay. You know, gonna... I, you know, I like people that have a vision and a passion. You know, there's a lot of, uh, wacky stuff like the, the H box, like singing one, right? Oh, you know what? Like, here's a story behind that one. We are just like, what do we do? Right. And I was like, you know what? I watched A Star is Born this weekend, and it was literally like years after the movie had come out. <laughs> I was just like, let's just have him sing to, with himself. You know, like it's just dumb stuff like that. And I'm really glad that people in the uh, in our company are able to just be like, yeah, let's do, let's do something crazy like like like, like that. That'd be uh, that'd be fine. You know, a, a lot of really dumb ideas come out of stupid stuff like that. Um, the the brainstorming rooms. Oh man, there are so many qu- there are so many ways we could go from here, but I think. Uh, we're gonna be respectful of your time and ask, what do you have for the community voice for people in the oh comments? God, I forgot about this. You forgot about this. Oh, well, God. you have, like I said, 30 seconds. 
with Toph and I can stall for you a little bit if you'd like, but you have a question that you need to ask. I can, stall. I can even ask. sing the first verse of the Hungerbox stalling song. I'm stalling. That's not the first verse. That's the bridge. Sorry. I want people to tell I'm me off about. the stage now. Uh, I didn't mention this in this podcast, but I want people to tell me about online etiquette. Okay. Oh, man. And here's okay. my question. Uh, are you in your rights to leave after one game? <laughs> Great question. I got into this with Aiden recently on Twitter. Dude, dude. Oh, I, I actually this. think there are a did lot you see of that thread? Did you see that there thread? Real quick, Hot Bit, did you see that thread with Aiden? Did I did see not. The... Okay, I got to link you this afterwards. It's really funny. Because look, I, I think I'm in the minority. I'm in the minority about this opinion because I play a lot of Slippy, okay? I play a mm -hmm. lot. Mm -hmm. And uh, every I've run into you on there. Nick, I, know. I think Nick said this to me. He said mm. every action that the person makes, whether in the menu or on the game or in between stocks, all of it is signaling something to you. <laughs> Everything matters, yeah. okay? Yeah. And I think that, uh, you know, every, you know, chat message they send, how long they wait, whether they stand, you know, the people that stand still between stocks. You yeah. Know, some people get annoyed by that. <laughs> you know, like that they don't move around. They're like, oh, you, you think you're better than me? You're just standing still? Yeah, what is your like, wait? What what opinion do you think you're in the minority of for having? I think it's Just totally to fine to leave after one game. I think the majority of people are gonna not think that's okay. Yeah, I do yeah. think people mostly hate that, but that people is a good hate question. It. Yeah, but when I do it, okay, I, I'll tell you, I'm a person that leaves after one game if I feel like it. Right? There's a lot of reasons I leave after losses. I, I gotta go, dude. I got sometimes I gotta go. Sometimes, sometimes I do not want to play a best of five against Samus. You know, like, yeah, <laughs> sometimes, you know, sometimes yeah. like the person is really like, he's like taunting all the time and I just want to leave, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah. And there's a lot of reasons. Sometimes I think I got really lucky against someone better than me and I don't <laughs> want them to switch their main. That's another good reason to leave after one game. Oh, there's a lot God. of reasons. So That's a reason. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, sometimes it's totally like, okay, like, you know, it's not salty or anything. I don't like spam emotes or whatever, unless they're mean or anything like that. Yeah. But I think it's fine. It's look, I wouldn't judge people if they left against me. They people leave against me all the time. Some a lot of people leave mid mid match, but you know I, I don't judge them. I think uh, it is what it is. All right. So our question. Well, it's a good thing. It's a good thing question. you and Aiden. It's a good thing you and Aiden don't have that professional working relationship anymore. <laughs> Aiden wants so that you Aiden can really yell at someone if they leave after one game. He is like he is mad. Oh my god! I'll I'll just have to show you this thread later. But anyways, all right. Well, I think you're well that's within a your great right. Question. One game. Okay. What do you think about that? That's yeah. the community voice. Yeah. Community voice. Please add that to the comments. Is Hotbed percentage onto something here? Is yeah. he crazy? Is out? Of, is he out of his goddamn mind? This is gonna be. A well, good how do you respond to people? What and done you? Yeah. So I mean, that's a lot nice. we can go into there, but great question. Thank you so much for coming on Hotbit. I think you've you know given us a lot of clarity, given us a lot to think about, and uh, I think it's just been a fun time. So thank you so much thank for you. that. Uh, you're very welcome. And thank you all for calling in. Thank you all for watching. This is Radio Melee. Tove, PP, Hotbit, signing out.